It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday through Friday. You guys already know where to find me if you listen to the show often. Rate, review, subscribe, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Odyssey. You know the works. Also, make sure to follow me on Twitter at Julian Council, where every single Friday I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions. I'm recording this now on Tuesday evening as news has come down that Sam Darnold, the Carolina Panthers quarterback, will likely miss time with a fractured scapula in his throwing shoulder. So that's your collarbone for the folks out there who don't know the medical term scapula. I think there might be actually another medical term for it. But either way, that is the injury of Sam Darnold. The team believes it occurred on Sunday afternoon against the, uh, against the Patriots in the second quarter. Uh, he also went into that game with a right shoulder injury after being lit up by Foyer Luakun of the Atlanta Falcons the week prior in the Carolina Panthers win, where he was also knocked out with a concussion, where he spent the majority of the week in concussion protocol. Matt Rule did tell the media that the shoulder was as big of a concern for the Carolina Panthers as was Sam Darnold's concussion. And as we've seen, it's now something that's likely to cause him to miss a few weeks, which means that P.J. Walker is the next man up for the Carolina Panthers at quarterback. The Carolina Panthers also signed Matt Barkley off of the Tennessee Titans practice squad on Tuesday afternoon because he was signed directly off of the practice squad like earlier this season when the Panthers signed now kicker Zane Gonzalez off of the Detroit Lions practice squad. Matt Barkley immediately has to go onto the active roster. When I saw that earlier today when I was recording tomorrow's show, which you'll be listening to with Ellis Williams of the Charlotte Observer, that made me think the Carolina Panthers were truly concerned about, McC- uh, not McCaffrey, but Darnold's uh, availability on Sunday when they head to Arizona to face off against the 8-1 Cardinals. So I didn't think it was going to mean that Darnold would be out for a couple weeks with a fracture to his shoulder. I thought it was just going to be, hey, maybe misses one week. P.J. Walker plays. You got Barkley here. And then when Darnold comes back, you can keep. You have to keep Barkley on the active roster, which I guess, you know, now thinking about it, I probably should have realized that Sam Darnold is probably going to be out for a couple weeks because the Carolina Panthers did not decide to carry three quarterbacks this season after they let go of Will Greer, who's now at the Dallas Cowboys. It also though, could have been beneficial for Sam Darnold to be in this locker room with a veteran quarterback, albeit one who's only started six games throughout his career and has been a uh, he's been a traveler of the NFL. He has not stayed at one team in one stop very long. That is Matt Barkley, another disappointing quarterback out of the University of Southern California, the alma mater also of Sam Darnold. But I thought Sam Darnold maybe could benefit from a veteran quarterback albeit one, like I mentioned, who's not necessarily a great player, but at least someone he probably already has a prior relationship with because of them having the shared background of both being Trojans there from USC. In the meantime, for Carolina, it's unfortunate when you look at it for Sam Darnold. I did talk about this during the offseason, why the Carolina Panthers were not more active in trying to bring in a veteran backup for Darnold. Because while I look at it here, 
where if Darnold was available, you have Matt Barkley to try to kind of mentor him. It would have been way more beneficial if we had had someone earlier in the year that could have done that. And also, in the event that Sam Darnold was not healthy like he is not right now, the Carolina Panthers have someone they can lean on for a couple weeks who you really trust can win some games for you. Because Arizona, 8-1, and one, I don't see P.J. Walker as a starting quarterback being able to win that game. Maybe he gives the Carolina Panthers something um, different at the quarterback position, but he has been known to make a lot of mistakes and head scratchers, just like Sam Darnold. I think it's more of his aggressiveness and just poor decision-making, which I guess in turn is also poor decision-making from PJ Walker, but I feel bad for Darnold that he's going to miss this opportunity, especially after the past six weeks where he struggled mightily. He's now up to 11 interceptions on the season and he's probably played his way out of Carolina and probably not probably. He definitely has. When you look at David Tepper and the way the Carolina Panthers went about things last season where they got rid of, Teddy Bridgewater after one year, after he had signed a three-year, $63 million deal, Sam Darnold, they're paying two years, about $24 million, or $22 million, rather, with $18.858 million due to him guaranteed next year, whether it was due to injury or anything. If he's on the roster, it doesn't matter. Sam Darnold's getting $18.8 million next year, whether he's a Carolina Panther or not. But the Carolina Panthers certainly should have looked for a better backup option. And that's not trying to be a slight to P.J. Walker, just going based off what we've seen from him in a short time here in Carolina and just off the track record he's had, he's had in the league so far when he was with the Colts on and off their practice squad, looked great in the XFL. But last year, even against the Lions, where they were able to win that game, the defense shutting out Matthew Stafford and the Lions, P.J. Walker threw two red zone interceptions. Then did it again later on that season against the New Orleans Saints when he came in uh, for, of relief of um, P, or T, Teddy Bridgewater, whether Bridgewater was healthy or not. I don't know what the situation was there, but P.J. Walker did not lead you to believe that he was much better than Bridgewater then and also did not lead you to believe that he's much better than Sam Darnold after his performances against the Giants in relief of Darnold and late in relief of Darnold when he went injured, uh, went down injured against the Atlanta Falcons a couple weeks ago. Uh, let me get in a quick message here from our friends over at Get Upside. Hey, Panther fans, this is Julian Council, as you already know. It's an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. It's called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back by using Get Upside. Just download the app for free and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back. There's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TOUCHDOWN. So moving forward for the Carolina Panthers, P.J. Walker's the starter. Matt Barkley's the backup. What does that mean for this team? I had said earlier this week, when having the conversation of whether the Carolina Panthers, I guess actually today on Tuesday for the podcast episode that we had that came out this morning, I had said that I wanted to see Sam Darnold for one more week. If he's healthy, fine. Give him an opportunity to go against the Arizona Cardinals. It makes no sense to bench him this week against one of the better teams in the NFL and put a backup quarterback there when, hey, if you want to know whether he's the guy or not, which I think he's already proven that he's not, if you want to know if he's the guy, put him out against a really good team and see how he bounces back or if he bounces back at all. And if he has another terrible performance and you lose out in the desert in a game that you probably shouldn't win anyway, then pull the plug, put in P.J. Walker when you come back home 
against the Washington football team, then play on the road against Miami, get the bye week, have Atlanta. Those are three winnable games with P.J. Walker as your starting quarterback. And maybe you're able to salvage something to where you could be seven and six going to the final four weeks of the season where you play at Buffalo, you got Tampa twice, and then at New Orleans in the Superdome. Not sure who's going to be playing quarterback for them, but that place is a very hard and difficult building to play in, especially New Orleans fans are always liquored up to the max. So the Carolina Panthers getting a team that they played with the best circumstances in week two, beat the breaks off of them. I imagine the Saints are just excited to see Carolina when they are in, well, better health. They're not going to be in full health considering that Will Lutz is out for the season. Of course, Jameis Winston, after a torn ACL and some meniscus damage, is also out for the season. They're trying to figure out their situation at quarterback. For Carolina, at least, this can infuse some sort of hope for the rest of the season. For the fan base, I can't see anyone really having been excited moving forward to watch Sam Darnold week after week after week make the same sort of mistakes. Matt Rule had talked about, here we are in week nine, where the media still asks me the same question. We're still talking about the same thing about Sam needing to protect the, the field, uh, protect the football and, and our offense not being able to do these certain things. I don't know how much the offense changes with P.J. Walker. Matt Rule still wants to be a team that's going to be run first, even though that's just not feasible. It's not going to work against the better teams in the league. And even a team like New England, who's five and four and has a great uh, defensive mind in Bill Belichick, we saw. That it's just not going to happen. And when they played against Atlanta, they ran the ball 47 times. It wasn't like they were breaking it off for six or seven yards per carry. It was only just barely four yards per carry, which is fine. But when you run it that amount of times, you would think that maybe you'd get something more out of the rushing game that day. But it worked and helped them win that football game against the Falcons, who are a sorry football team. Arizona is not a sorry football team. Washington has certainly had a disappointing season defensively. They have a really good defensive line, but they have not played to the standards. I believe only Chase Young has one sack, one and a half sacks so far this season. Jonathan Allen's still been pretty good for them, but that's going to be a team that's going to be tough to run against. Miami really shouldn't be a problem. Atlanta, as we already know, shouldn't be an issue. But Buffalo, you're not going to beat Buffalo by running just, just running the football. Yes, they lost to Jacksonville on Sunday. We'll see where the Bills are at when they travel to Buffalo back in December in a couple weeks. But that's a really good football team. Tampa, one of the best teams against a run. There's absolutely no way in the world the Carolina Panthers are going to be able to line up and run the ball 30, 40 times on Tampa Bay and think they're going to win that football game. So moving forward, P.J. Walker is going to give this team a different dynamic. He certainly has a strong arm, just like Sam Darnold. He's not afraid to sling it. He's a little bit of a gunslinger. Um, he, Sam could run the football, as we've seen. He's an athlete. P.J. Walker is probably a little bit more athletic than Sam Darnold. I can't see the offense changing too much. Will this allow a guy like Robbie Anderson to be resurrected? Robbie also played back at Temple with P.J. Walker, so they have to have some sort of connection. We already talked all offseason about the connection that you thought that Sam Darnold, I guess you as in all of us, would have thought that Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson would have had here in Carolina. Maybe there's a reason Robbie Anderson came here to Carolina to try and get away from Sam Darnold. Robbie has not had a great season. D.J. Moore, after looking really good to start off the season, has, had, has seen his production dip, uh, dip over the last couple weeks. You got Christian McCaffrey back. Maybe this offense can take off. With P.J. Walker, we saw last season with Teddy Bridgewater what the Panthers were able to do with Mike Davis and Curtis Samba, who are no longer here going over 1,000 yards from scrimmage. The same thing with Robbie Anderson and D.J. Moore, both being 1,000-yard receivers. The only thing that's really changed so far this offensively is the quarterback. The same play caller, pretty much the same players. Yes, there's not um, another third receiving option like we had last year with Chris, Curtis Samuel in, ter- in terms of like a true wide receiver, but Chris McCaffrey now being back healthy should help out there. There's really still no uh, tight end passing threat. Getting rid of Dan Arnold, 
pretty much the Carolina Panthers punted on that. The offensive line's still not good. So the only variable that really changed was the quarterback. And Teddy Bridgewater has proven through his play so far in Denver and last season, despite not being able to lead this team to a game tire or game-winning drive 0 for 8. That was really the main bugaboo that led to Teddy Bridgewater no longer being here. And he always had a, a ceiling, a higher floor than Darnold, but a ceiling that wasn't that high. And there was the hope that maybe Sam Darnold would have a higher ceiling. He has certainly a lower floor than Teddy Bridgewater, but maybe he had a higher ceiling. As we've seen, that floor is really low, and Sam Darnold has not been good so far this season. He will be out at least for a couple of weeks. Not sure how much longer he will be out, but he will not play on Sunday. Matt Rule will speak to the media on Wednesday and give us more of an update. And people are talking about, was he trying to give Sam Darnold a dignified benching by putting him on IR because he's injured, or was he trying to play coy? I had said that I think he was actually just trying to be honest, saying, I really don't know what the situation is. Sam's getting an MRI. We know his shoulder's sore. There's something wrong there. Let's check it out. And once we do that, then I can give you more of a definitive answer on what's going on with Sam Darnold. And as we found out, that is a fractured scapula, collarbone there on his right shoulder, which is his throwing shoulder. It's an incomplete fracture, but it's one that's going to keep him out for some period of time, at least this week. We'll see what happens next week. As of right now, Tuesday evening, as I'm, I've recorded this, I have not seen the Carolina Panthers place him on IR, which is good news in terms of, I guess he's going to be back maybe before the three-week period. They don't think he's going to miss three games. I, I don't know. The Carolina Panthers have dealt with a lot of injuries recently, especially to the offensive line. Having another mobile quarterback back there like P.J. Walker will certainly help as there's four offensive linemen currently on IR for the Carolina Panthers. P.J. Walker, it's P.J. Walker season. A lot of fans out there here in Carolina wanted to see P.J. Walker be the starting quarterback, get an opportunity as Sam Darnold have been struggling over the last couple weeks. Well, here it is. Here's P.J. Walker's time now to prove that he is the right guy here in Carolina. All right, one more quick message here from our friends over at Built Bar. Y'all know only in a couple of weeks, I think we are what, 15, 14 days away? Not 14, we are what, 16, can't, not really good at math, 16 days away from one of my favorite holidays. I love Thanksgiving, all of the good food and treats, and there's plenty of them, but maybe this year you wanted a yummy dessert but one that's not so full of calories and sugar. It's the perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories, and that's on the low end. Most Built Bars are only 130 calories and only four grams of sugar with plenty of protein. Replace the coconut cream pie with coconut Built Bar or go for a raspberry Built Bar instead of the raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any pie. Low calorie, low carb, low fat, high protein, covered in 100% real chocolate. Built Bar is a great option for when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go for a Built Bar or two. Share some at your family gathering. I promise you it'll make things less awkward. Maybe Aunt Betty hasn't tried a Built Bar yet. New surprises all month. Limited time flavors arriving at Built.com regularly, so check the site often. There's nothing like a Built Bar Black Friday. Mark your calendar. Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. So go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. The P.J. Walker era is officially here in Carolina. He'll start on Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals, 8-1 and one on the season, the Carolina Panthers, 4-5. and five. And I'll be honest with you, this actually makes me a little bit more excited about what is there to see the rest of the season. I did not want to watch Sam Darnold play anymore. I could not do it. I will do it because I have to do this podcast. I have to do it for the people. Again, I'm not doing this out of the goodness of my heart. I get paid to do this. This is not a pro bono work. But still, I love talking to you guys. I love the interaction and all of that. But watching Sam Darnold was going to break me. I could not do it any longer. 
Hate to see anyone get injured, even a player who's been so bad as he has been. And quite honestly, I feel sorry for him. I really do feel bad for Sam Donald. We may never see him play again as a Carolina Panther. I would not be surprised if Sunday afternoon was the last time we ever saw of Sam Donald as a Carolina Panther. It's a very good argument that we never should see him in a Carolina Panthers uniform again, at least on the sideline. Uh, well, he can be on the sideline, but he cannot be on the field playing. After a three-interception performance, what he's done over the last six weeks, Sam Donald's not the right option here in Carolina. He's just not. And the situation that they have with his contract of $18.85 million, that is going to be on the cap, whether it's on the dead cap or whatever. He's That's what he's owed next year. Fully guaranteed. He's getting that money. I've called his retirement fund because he seems like he's done. He's not going to be back in the league. And now with this injury and there's a potential that he never gets his job back the rest of the season in the final eight weeks, whether it's Barkley who starts, more likely P.J. Walker the rest of the way. Sam Darnold could be done here in Carolina, and that could be his career. And that's a wrap. That would really, that's really tough to see for anyone. Be a number three overall draft pick, go to New York, have nothing around you, struggle, get the new opportunity here in Carolina. Yes, the offensive line wasn't very good and the injuries haven't helped, but he had an opportunity here with Joe Brady and Matt Rule and this infrastructure where it's all about ball. That's what he talked about when he first came here to Carolina in April. And having Christian McCaffrey, and yes, he was injured, but DJ Moore, Robbie, you thinking that this is a better situation for him. And it just has not worked out, whether it's been the struggles of offensive line, the struggles of wide receivers, struggle of the play caller, but mainly it's been the struggles of Sam Darnold that has the Carolina Panthers sitting here at four and five going into a big time matchup against the Cardinals on Sunday afternoon. It hasn't worked for him. And I don't see really any good excuse or reason for why Sam Darnold should be employed by anyone in the National Football League moving forward. Yes, for a couple of weeks, he can look good. And maybe that's all you need out of a backup quarterback. And he certainly isn't someone who's going to cause locker room problems, as we've seen, as you really never get to know what he feels anyway. There's never really a good inclination of what his emotions are. When Robbie Anderson's yelling at him on the sideline on Sunday, you see nothing from Sam Darnold emotionally at all, which is not a bad thing. So I guess he can work as a backup. But as a starter, his time in the NFL is done. I don't see him coming back and being the starter next year, and he might not come back and be the starter the rest of the season. So the rest of the way, it's now P.J. Walker. Fans have something to look forward to on Sunday. At least they can have some sort of hope that maybe P.J. Walker can be better and can improve this offense and get Robbie Anderson involved and be able to be a good complement of Christian McCaffrey back there in the off in the um in the backfield and that Joe Brady and him can work together and that team can rally around PJ. That's what the message absolutely is going to be on Wednesday when Matt Rule talks to the media that he has supreme confidence in PJ and that everyone in in the organization in that building has confidence in PJ Walker. Maybe that's true. I have a hard time really believing that's 100% true based off of how he's looked when he's gone out there and played this year and last year, but he's been in the building. He's got an opportunity to um, cultivate relationships with these players. The defense is going to have to be just as good as they've been in the last couple of weeks, especially on Sunday against Arizona. And P.J. Walker is going to have to try and play mistake-free football. If he can do that, at the very least, if he can take care of the football, the Carolina Panthers are in much better position over the next couple of weeks with him at quarterback than they were with Sam Darnold. I still think talent-wise, Sam Darnold's probably a better player. Just the decision-making, the footwork, the mechanics of it all, just the fundamentals are terrible. P.J. Walker is exciting to go out there and watch him play. But he also is limited in terms of just, I don't think he's that talented, but he works his tail off. He's he's a fun guy to watch play. He has a power arm, but really can he operate the offense at the level that's needed for the Carolina Panthers to win over the next eight weeks? We'll find out, at least for the next 
couple weeks, at least next week, maybe next, the week afterwards when they come back home and face uh, Washington and maybe beyond. We'll see what happens to Sam Donald's health. Again, Sam Donald um, expected to miss some time. Ian Rappaport first reported it from the NFL Network that Sam Donald and MRI revealed that he had a injury to his scapula, his right scapula, which is his collarbone, his right shoulder, his throwing shoulder, and he would miss some time. The Carolina Panthers organization believes that the injury occurred sometime in the second quarter against New England in the loss at home on Sunday. So P.J. Walker's season is finally here. Congratulations or, you know, brace for impact. We'll see what happens. Carolina Panthers again Sunday afternoon playing on the road against the Arizona Cardinals. That's going to do it for this emergency episode of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Tune in tomorrow. going to be talking to Ellis Williams, the new beat reporter for the Charlotte Observer. Now, there will be some things that we talked about in that podcast, like Sam Garner, what they can do to help him. That might not really make any sense anymore, but I'm not going to go back there and edit it. I had a really good conversation with him based on uh, what's going on with Joe Brady and his offense and a lot of good insights. So make sure to check that out. Come up here on Wednesday morning on Locked on Panthers. Until then, thanks for listening, and I will talk to you on Wednesday. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.